0: Thanks for tuning in to the teaching ministry of Mike Hilson, senior pastor of New Life Wesleyan Church of La Plata, Maryland, a church that plants churches and of Where You Are Church, an online church helping people reconnect with God through practical content and a growing community. We're so glad that you're taking the time to listen to this week's message and we hope that this teaching helps you love God and love people better every day. If you enjoy what you hear today, consider sharing it with someone else. Now, enjoy today's teaching.
1: back around because we're, we're we're wrapping up our series on my life examined and, and what that means to examine my life and we talked we began with knowledge because my worldview will set the way i see the world what do i know about life and that then we move to faith because faith is all about my trust what do i actually trust in life what do i have faith in in life and and look can i be honest there's a difference between those two i can i can know something is true but still not have faith in it For instance, I know that overall uh, skydiving is safe. I know that. I understand that. I see the statistics. I ain't jumping on no plane because I do not trust. For some reason, my knowledge does not convert to trust when it comes to this, probably because I'm afraid of heights. And so it's just my knowledge does not convert to trust. But in Christ, in our spiritual life, we need our worldview, our knowledge to convert to a trust. I trust I have faith in to the point that I can trust this. So my, my knowledge, my worldview leads to my faith, my, what I trust, which leads to my character, which is all about my desire. My character is about what do I want. Do I, have I come to the place that I've surrendered my desires to the Holy Spirit so that what the Holy Spirit wants in my life, is what I want in my life. Have I come to the place where I'm willing to say, trust in the Lord Lord with all your heart so that he will give you the desires of your heart? And you want him to give you the desires, not your desires, but his desires for your heart. Now, all of that brings us around to action. And and with action today, I just need you to know we are going to deal with this from the standpoint of my mission. What is my mission in life now? Everybody stay with me. Don't don't get panicky because everybody is like, I don't know my mission. I, I need to figure out what my mission is. I, I, I need to know exactly what. No, no, no. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. We're talking about my actions built out of the desire that I've allowed God to put there because I trusted him, because I understood him, because I knew him. When you know him, you trust him, and you let him give you the desires, then then your action or your mission will begin to make sense. When you know him and you trust him, and then you let him build in your character, your character will build into your mission. Let me give you a story. When I was when I was younger, just before Tina and I got married, I was not going to go into ministry. I had I was I was floundering all over the place. I, I studied music education for two years. I studied business administration for a year. I was going to continue with the business administration degree. Uh, Tina felt a call to ministry, so we went down to South Carolina. We got close to the college down there, our Christian College, and I just finally settled in after after a conversation with a pastor friend. I settled into the fact that I should give ministry a chance. And so I just gave it a chance. I knew my worldview was God was going to use me. That was my worldview. God had saved me. God was real. God's going to use me. I had come to trust Him enough to surrender to whatever God wanted to do in my life, and I knew that would be okay. And then I had come to the place where my desires were turning into what He wanted in my life rather than what I wanted in my life. When all of that happened, I was willing to say, okay, God, I'll give this a chance. Let's see what happens. When I gave it a chance, it was obvious this is what God had called me to and I discovered my mission in life. That same thing can happen for you if you'll simply settle into what God has given you. I love this phrase, and it's all over my house, actually, this particular scripture. It's in Joshua chapter 24, and we're going to spend our entire day today in the life of of this man, Joshua. And Joshua chapter 24, the end of the book, the end of his life, he's speaking to the Jewish people, and he says to them, here's how he wraps it up, Now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods of your ancestors' worship beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt and serve the Lord. But watch what he says. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day who you will serve, whether the gods of your ancestors who served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of of the Amorites in whose land you're living. But as for me and my house we will serve the lord that phrase is in multiple places in my house it's actually in multiple languages in my house as for me and my house we will serve the lord this is the decision we have to make with our actions as for me no matter what the rest of the world does no matter what the rest of y'all do for me i will serve the lord you say well how do you even stay in that mindset that's a good question because frankly deciding that I'm going to act in a way that serves the Lord is not hard that's something you just do in a moment living it out becomes difficult and so when we talk about living out our mission I want to take you through a few things in Joshua's life I believe that in order to live out your mission you must remember what you know you must remember what you know. It's not just that you know it, it's that you remember it. I I think that Joshua over the years has experienced God through Moses and through all of these, has experienced God in so many ways, but he's constantly got to remind himself of it. Exodus chapter 33, verse 11, it says, the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as, as one speaks to a friend then Moses would return to the camp because Moses had set up a tent outside the camp where he would go and he would meet with the Lord there. It said then Moses would return to the camp, but his young aide Joshua the son of Nun did not leave the tent. Joshua stayed near where the Holy Spirit was. Joshua knew that God would speak. Joshua knew that God was real. Joshua knew that God spoke to Moses this way. Joshua knew God. But when he became the one in charge, he had to remember those days when he saw God lead Moses. Then he would remember and say, now God can lead me exactly the same way. Listen to me. When the world gets messed up, when things get crazy, when the schedule gets out of control, when the kids are all screaming, the grandkids are all screaming, when when everything else is falling apart, you got to remember what you know about God. Because it's not all what y'all, 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 this, this life is not tiptoeing through tulips. This life is difficult sometimes. And even when you've surrendered to your mission and you know you're doing what God's called you to, there are times when it gets tough. I love I love the teaching of that great theologian Mike Tyson, who said everybody has everybody has a game plan until they get punched in the mouth. Well, life tends to punch you in the mouth, just to be honest about it. And when that happens, you got to remember what you know. You got to fall back on your training, they would say, in an athletic setting. In this setting, you got to remember what you know. You got to remember what you know about God. Joshua had to do that. You're going to have to do that as well if you're going to stay true to your mission. You got to remember what you know, but let me let me throw one out there. You've also got to test what you believe. You need to put your belief system, you need to put your theology, you need to put your, your ideas, you need to put your, your faith to the test from time to time. Look at this. This is in Exodus chapter, chapter 17, starting verse 8. It says, The Amalekites came and attacked the Israelites at Rephidim. Now, they're, they're traveling, they're journeying through the desert at this point. Moses said to Joshua... Choose some of our men and go out to fight the Amalekites. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. So Joshua fought the Amalekites as Moses had ordered. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. As long as Moses held up his hands, the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. When Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. Then Aaron and Hur held his hands up, one on one side and one on the other, so that the hands remained steady until sunset. So Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with those sword. You know what Joshua learned in this moment? He learned that it's God's strength, not his. Because when Moses has his hands up in the earth, thereby blessing them, thereby thereby indicating the blessing of God on this battle, they are winning. When Moses puts his hands down, thereby indicating that the blessing of God has left, they start to lose. So Joshua says, I have skill, I can lead an army, I can lead a battle, but in the end, I have to test this out and know that it's not my skill or my idea or my intelligence or my awesomeness. It's God's awesomeness that's making this happen. He tested what he believed, and he knew. Listen, you you, you can test this all you want. The truth is that that if you try to work outside of what God's called you to, you're going to have less success than you will if you work inside of what God's called you to. Why? Because when you're moving with the will of God, you're moving in the current of what God wants to happen in the world. And the truth is we need to stop— When I have faith in God and I trust him no matter what, when I have character, my desires are shifted into what he wants. He gives me my desires. Then my actions will be in keeping with the mission that God has given me. And when that's true, he will give you every place where you set your foot. I'm not saying this as some kind of motivational speech. I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying to pump you up for the big game. That's not what we're doing. I'm telling you what the Bible says. And the truth is when we walk in God's mission that way, it is a powerful place to live. Pray with me. Holy Spirit, I ask right now that you would center us, Lord. Let us examine our lives constantly over and over and over again. And let us use this tool, Lord. Let us, let us test our knowledge, our worldview, and make sure that we really are focused on where you want us to be, that we're seeing the world through your eyes of grace and mercy, through your holiness and, and, your, and, your, and your sovereignty. Give us the right worldview, Lord. Lord, let us test our faith. Let let us lean in on you so that we can trust you, Lord. Have a real trust in you and what you're doing and that you will take care of us and you will see us through. Lord, let us have character. Character built out of a desire that is given by you to us, not a desire that's our own, but one that's yours. And Lord, when all of that is true, and keep all of that true as much as possible in our lives let us lord act in the power and in the authority that our mission has given us when our mission is actually from you teach us lord to chase what your blessing and then teach us lord to give you give you thanks and give you praise for everything you do thank you god in your name we pray amen
0: Thanks again for joining us. We really hope that this resource helped you in your journey towards loving God and loving people better every day. If you enjoyed this, please share it with your friends. And lastly, we just wanted to give a special thanks to those of you who give generously to this ministry. It's because of you that all of this is even possible. If you'd like to learn more about how to partner with us financially, just click give for more information. We appreciate anything that you can do to help. Thanks for being a member of our online family. We love serving Jesus with you.